Hello, everybody. It is Stick and Rink Podcast here, back for episode 80. Uh, we hope you are having a great day, as we are, too. I'm joined always by my co-host, Josh motherfucking Gertzen. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, thank you. And my other buddy, old pal, Raffle. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing, buddy? Good, thanks. Um, on the docket today, we are going to talk a little bit here. We're going to talk some hockey. We're also going to do a little goats and wotes of body parts. So that's going to be coming your way near the end of the episode. Uh, gear up for that, kicking in fourth. And other than that, um, this ball's been rolling. So hop on. Oh, a harder baby. What's up, everybody? Um, we're back once again in Josh's basement. We are here to entertain you, here to get you through your stressful life as summer is over. Once again, I'll remind you, summer is over. Uh, the smoke has arrived in Vancouver. The fog is on its way. The Night King will be here soon, and the sun will set at 5 o'clock. Are you excited for that? <laughs> Bro, that I'm fucking not, sucks. Dude, I actually hate September 1st. Yeah. Actually, no. I hate every, every day of September past September 4th. My, birth, Labor Day. my birthday's done. Oh, I'm a year older, and we're back to normality here yeah. as much as we can. Everyone's back to the work grind. Summer's over. I think the shittiest thing about the fall is like those days, like you just feel them getting shorter and sh- shorter. And the next thing you know, November first hits, boom, dark at four thirty, and you're like, yeah. okay, cool. Whenever like, that um daylight savings time is, when they make us turn the clocks forward, is it? Back. back they make us turn it back an hour yeah which is dope because you get some sleep that's the only way they've made it okay in my mind they give me an hour of sleep but they take away an hour of sunlight which is you, no. Cool. you want to know cool. something what daylight savings is a fucking myth <laughs> and what daylight i mean by is a fucking conspiracy no i'm saying that do you know why like okay do you know who like started it so uh, a lot of i think it was farmers right so, yeah to get an extra hour of sunlight. so a lot of states in the u.s like arizona does not acknowledge daylight savings. It means nothing to them. Yeah. There's, and I'm pretty sure there's probably like 10 or more states that, like, it means nothing. It just fucks with people's heads. Yeah. Like, when people are like, oh, it's daylight savings, you're like, it just finds with people's psyche because they're like, oh, I lost an hour. I gained an hour of sleep. Like, everything's off. It's like, dude, no, it's not. If we took it off the calendar next year, no one would actually fucking notice. I didn't know we struck a chord here. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> wait, like, I'm kind of confused, though. So when we enter daylight savings times, what happens with our time change with Arizona? Nothing. Their clocks stay the exact same. But ours change. So then our time change is different, right? Yeah, their time is technically... I don't know which one they actually stay with. Yeah, because if you told me, if we're like, all right, let's vote, no more daylight savings, but which one do we take? Like, which is the so, real one? So I think... I think it's just non-daylight savings that you just stay. So like this time right now or the one that's going to No, change? the one that's coming up. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck that time. Why? Let's do this one. Because yeah. then this, this, if, we, if we kept that other time throughout the summer, that would mean that like at the peak time, the sun would set at like 830. Yeah. That would kind of suck. All I know is like people just wrap their heads around like the the day after daylight savings. Everyone comes into work being like, I feel so weird, dude. Like I came yeah, an hour. Up. Like I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like really an hour, an hour, 60 minutes. Like that that's going to affect you for three days, Karen. No, it's yeah. not. Shut that's up. the thing. It can affect you for three days. Yeah, because because someone's actually saying it to you. Like, like that's what I'm saying. If we come in next year yeah. and stick and ring podcast – makes the commitment to not commit to daylight savings, we will not notice. All we will notice is the days getting gradually longer and gradually shorter. Never this bullshit time change of okay, switching wait. your clocks back. So I'm talking Fact. about I'm talking about people being more groggy when they wake up after like when we push the clock back one hour and they get one hour less Yeah, sleep. no, I'm not I'm not denying that. What I'm saying, Raph, is that if we do not acknowledge the time change ever, yeah. like what what day does this end? Do you know? No, but let's that's not thing. pay attention to it and see how we feel. We won't feel anything. Yeah. So the reason why people are feeling <laughs> off, like you said, is because they moved the clocks back. That's why your Karen in that situation was feeling groggy and tired for the next three days because they moved the clock back. Yeah, and that's their fault, and they shouldn't. Yeah, she, he's They're, just saying. Don't, I'm just saying don't that that's conform. not that it's not an excuse because if you choose not to acknowledge it, it's not going to affect you. Yeah. Well, I, I'm on okay. both your sides here because yeah. I think just Karen shouldn't conform. 
That's what it is. Don't be a conformist. Yeah, like I'm just saying, like it literally means nothing to the everyday person. Why does it? Dude, why does it matter to us? Didn't I, this pick up some steam last year? Like where they were actually thinking about canceling? Yeah. daily savings. No, it's always something that's brought up. That's the one thing I can get behind. Like, it literally has no effect on us. Daylight savings time because you can turn you only know, if we choose. the You know cool that one. you can actually turn it off on your phone. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, I just don't like. But then you're out of sync with the rest of the world. You does, not the it rest of the world. Work, but like, it doesn't work denying it unless like your entire province slash country does it. Because totally. like I can't show up to work, be like, "What? I was supposed to come? What do you mean?" <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I don't believe but, in that. But I mean, the way that I see it though is if you set your like even on the eve of daylight savings or the day that it ends, if you set your alarm for the exact same time, it's not like it doesn't matter. Or if you are concerned about it, then just be like, okay, I'm going to bed an hour later so it doesn't affect me tomorrow. But it it means nothing. It sets off your body's internal clock by an hour. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But what I'm saying, though, is you can choose not to acknowledge it. He's he's right, too, though. Yeah, he's right. But but that's only if you mentally prepare yourself for daylight savings. If you yeah. take that well, either day, way, the clock's gonna if change. you take that day out of the calendar year, you actually will not notice when that time changes. If no one talks about it, yeah, it no, will not no affect one you. Did, 100%, no but that's not the reality that we live in. The reality that we live in is time gets changed. So what if we, well, yeah, but not in Arizona. Boom. But were you talking about, we, we just live in, here? A sh- we live in a, I'm, ju- I'm just saying though, that like you, it will not change in Arizona. Okay. So your body clock is bullshit. It's just if you live in Arizona and yeah. they realize my, my that. My question like, to you is: so I was born. What's a good What's a good example? I was me and Josh were born on the summer side of daylight savings, and Raffle was born on the winter side of daylight savings. Yeah. So does that technically mean that I am an extra hour older than Raffle? I don't know, dude. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, see that. That's three just extra too, days that's just too complicated. Care. Right. All I know right? Am is I right? that I'm pretty sure, and this is not completely fact-based, but I swear like daylight savings like started in North America. Oh, yeah. By like farmers in Saskatchewan. Fucking potato farmers, dude. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Made that up. I don't know. Um, it's, it's definitely worth Googling, but all I'm saying is if you take this whole thing out of the, got, ca- <laughs> the calendar I, year, it I does not <laughs> affect you. One more time. Yeah. For the people in the back. Just doesn't. <laughs> anyway. I don't know how we on. got there, folks, but we got there. We got through it and we're back. I'm um, just shitty that it's fall. That was kind of our original yeah, point. It's I, like you can I feel have, the days getting shorter. I had an idea where maybe one day we do a goats and woats of just October and November. Just like the parts of October and November. And maybe we just do a woats and woats because it's just the worst. I like it. All right. Of course like, you do. <laughs> the one time Ralph's a glass half full type guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Dude, it's, it's like dark and murky. I don't it's feel also guilty when advocate. I don't go outside. Yeah, true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, there you go. But ain't no fall like a COVID fall. Wait till that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's double. Nothing's going mean, really, to change for me. I'm like, going to be even really more happy. Have to go yeah, just like fucking daylight savings. Nothing so changes. <laughs> I went to get my blood drawn today. Uh, was participating in a... Why do you do this to yourself? Was, <laughs> like, why do you put yourself in excruciating I'm, I'm, pain? It's a workout, dude. People go to the gym. I just I fucking poke myself, dude. You're weird. I get stronger every day. All right. Um, yeah, it still faints. Yes. Uh, was participating in a COVID study. They wanted my antibodies because I'm fucking precious metal around here. Um, and so... You're going to be like, yeah, you're filled up with COVID. I, sh- <laughs> I showed up. Last time I did a butterfly needle, told the story. I, I think I told the story on here. It was just a friend training. You Kind of fainted. Kind of a little bit. There's also the time when you went to go donate blood. Uh, that was a big fiasco. Yeah, yeah. that didn't work out. Um, but we're back today, Children's Hospital, sitting down. Um, once again, not nervous. The head is clear. The head's always clear. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling as confident as Michael Jordan with the ball. Game seven, down two. Like Against, that's, that's was how it, the confident, Utah Jazz? That's, yeah, that's how confident. Well, down one, I guess, right? Because that was one. the game winner. Yeah. Um, Bang. That's how confident I am going into a blood test. Like, I'm not fucking worried. But then, like, the minute, it, it's, no, it's kind of similar to a boxing match, actually. Because it's like, once you get punched in the face, there is no game plan. Once I get poked in the arm, there's fucking no game plan, dude. <laughs> and so I sit down. This, were, this was the two things that got me this time. Uh, spoiler, I fainted again. Um, the two things that got me this time, I did not realize how much blood they were taking. I thought it was going to be like two vials, about 12 seconds maybe, we're done. 
we were about 20 seconds into it and i was like oh shit we're like still going like i heard her change another vial in there and i was like oh fuck it's How like what two fucking take six six different vials they were different sizes but it was 50 milliliters total jesus so like, it's actually not a whole lot I mean, you think not, like, a, you, like a small juice box is like 500 mils. No, it's about like one, 170, 200. Yeah. So again, not too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay. How long, do, how long does it actually take? A I minute? think that took probably like 30 seconds, maybe. <laughs> maybe 35, 40. I don't know. It's like a couple minutes. No. From yeah. the minute it pokes you to the minute it comes out? Yeah, I would say so. There's no chance. I, I was awake. For I did minutes. the exact same thing. I know you did, but yeah. I, we'll, we'll ask them. We don't need to argue about it, but. You're wrong. Um, it was a couple minutes for sure. <laughs> I think it takes two minutes to I take was, that so little. I was fucking sitting there and halfway through it, I was like, I don't feel a thing. I'm great. And then I just kept going. And the minute I felt, you know what it, the other factor was? Did you hear it? Did you hear your blood coming out? No. Dude, I heard like a squirting sound. It sounded like a ketchup bottle. Like when you get like. <laughs> maybe that's because <laughs> you're like about to pass out and all like, you're and all you're just. Uh, and your body just shuts down and goes. No, you, shot. Like you can ask our, to all sounds. You can ask our friend because our friend was in the room with us. And when like when that sound happened, she immediately started talking to me because she knew I heard it. And she was like, just get your mind off of it. And I was like, I can't. The minute it started happening, I was I was full sweat. Yeah, it's it's one it's one thing to have like oh I should draw blood, but as soon as that process starts making a noise, yeah. like hey, this guy put this guy earplugs, like put him in one of those like silent rooms. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> seriously lay out. Like so a I have a question. What to maybe like help expedite the process of this and like not a doctor, don't know anything about how any of this shit works. But, like, the veins bleed, obviously. Yes. So why can't they just stick it into your artery where it's just, like, the high pressure? Like, instead of, like, a small little, like, ta- like turning on your tap a little bit and just, yeah. like, squirts out, just fucking turn that thing on yeah. full blast and let it fill. Is it the artery the one that has more pressure? Well, it pumps blood to your body and veins bleed. Right? Like, you think, like, your the pulse. Blood, the like, your pulse. Like, when your heart, heart rate is fucking... Going like 102 beats per minute. Like it's like, like just going. So why don't they just do a blood test in your fucking carotid artery? But that's what I'm saying. I think I'm not a doctor. Isn't it because the artery's pressure is too high? Probably. And then because the blood will start pouring out, you'll get internal bleeding and then it won't clot properly. Uh, Very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. Because whenever they talk about like, like your main, like, because like that's how people like that. If you cut, you'll bleed to death. They always talk about arteries. They're like your pulmonary artery. Yeah, yeah like like there's one huge, like there's one like huge artery in your yeah. leg. Yeah, and like you do anything to that, and like you're done. Yeah, dude, did you hear today? So today on the, I think it's gold. Is it called the Gold Coast of Australia? Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, a, yeah. There was a, a a surfer got killed by a shark today for the first time in like sixty years. Really? Yeah. Hello, Shark Week. And one of the guys that was interviewed that was like around him was asked, like, "Did you see? Like, did you see his injuries?" And there, and he said, "Yeah, I don't know if you want to hear about it." And he was like, "Yeah, well, like, what did it look like?" He was like, "His whole leg from like his hip to his knee was missing." <laughs> like, wow. Like it was still connected and just like hanging there. That's was, wild, That's dude. fucked. Like, I was sixty. What kind of shark was it? No idea. I like just watched a couple of things. The Great White Imagine Shark. Imagine a megalodon. Eh? A megalodon got him by the by the thigh. Fuck. You know what we should uh, talk about for next week, and we'll write this down for goats and goats. What's that? Like maybe like marine animals. The greatest mammals. No, like the greatest animal to get attacked by, and the worst one, or best and worst way, ways to die. Holy shit! That's a good one. That is a great. <laughs> I'm, gonna, one. I'm actually going to write that down right yeah, now. That's so sick. No more L's, boys. We got our topic for next week. <laughs> so wait, go. finish your finish your story then. Yeah. Oh, sorry. that was the end of it. I like. She, oh, like the end of it is that like if she wanted to do one more vial, I would have been out fucking cold with the needle in me. But somehow the t- the timing reminded me of when you have to take a pee so bad, and your and your body knows when you're like really close to the washroom because then it puts you in like panic mode. You know, yeah. yeah. Like when you're really close to the washroom, and all of a sudden you have to shit so bad, and it's about to come out, and it's like the most <laughs> miracle of timings ever. It's the same thing with this. Like she was like one, two, three, and done, and I was like, great, down, <laughs> going down. Oh my yeah, god, it was actually sick, but Dude, got it done. Got a cookie. Like, do you got me a cookie? Do you genuinely believe, like, you will ever be able to get over that? No, like needles. Like, I like maybe. I think maybe if I go through like, like a I've huge always just been curious thing, like, about it. If like, I was diabetic, I would eventually get over it. Yeah, but like how? I, it's crazy to me. You know what you should start doing? 
I think you should start just because I think yourself with needles. Well, no, 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 because you need to become used to the feeling of being poked, and I guess like having blood drawn or blood come out of your body. Why don't you just start testing your blood sugar? Like it'll be good for your health because you can monitor that. Like that's also going to suck to look at every single day. But you're going to be poking yourself. You're going to get used to the feeling. You're going to get used to blood. Kind of sucks though. It does kind of suck. Yeah. Because like I literally I did that one time. I was my girlfriend's type one diabetic, and I was this is early in our relationship. I was like, girl, I got you. I'll support you. I'll I'll test my blood sugar every time you do it. I did it once. I passed out. So I just like (laughs) boom. There you go. Just learn how to fucking do that, and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's tough. Tough sledding when you're Elijah, man. I live a tough life. Anything else you guys got going on? Or should we just wrap it up? Dude, honestly. <laughs> dude, uh, oh, going to Kelowna on Thursday. That's right. K-Town. K-Town, baby. Nice. COVID Central. Yeah. Um, Bring the party. Dude, I'm fucking pumped. Like, you going to be swinging the wrenches with the old man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wineries, everything. Like the whole nine yards. Doing a bike tour in like the canyons of Kelowna. I'm fucking pumped about Ooh, that. You're going to ride a bike? Yeah. yeah I know. I know. The one cardio time uh josh actually takes is riding a bike so yeah. huge long, bike ride guy how long do you think you can ride a bike for before you get tired well depends on everything yeah like the bike I, the road in Kelowna. <laughs> let's say like elevation gain of like 50 meters so not that much so nothing crazy 50 meters that's not a lot no, no not you, at all you can go for well that. how far like how far is like the incline i'm like if you put me at like 50 meters up but i'm going for a kilometer like that's pretty fucking steep yeah it gets pretty tiresome after a little bit but very varying inclines just like think about Kelowna. how long could you bike for how long do you think you bike for yeah like uh like just in general yeah Yeah. all fucking day (laughs) really well what are we talking about like am i casually going or am i like tour de france in this you're hoofing it you're hoofing it yeah like i'm fucking pedaling yeah you got a street bike whole uniform you're going oh fuck no i'm not going anywhere what <laughs> like no i'll go but like i'm like i'm not gonna last long God, but like, uh, like, but like we're not but we're not fucking like tour de france in Kelowna. like we're casually can't stopping wait, can't wait. Can't wait let me give you a situation here okay elijah did this situation two years ago yeah going from south van to south surrey you're gonna go how many kilometers is 35k that? you're gonna go along <laughs> highway 91 you're gonna go over the alex fraser bridge you're gonna go up 64th by the watershed I still have questioned about down to Highway 10, up 152. Basically going up a bridge, down a bridge, up a hill, down a hill, and then up a hill and finishing. Oh, how you long did that take you? That took me just under two hours. Yeah. Did you train for that at all? No, I like uh, I did like some ri- I did like some rides around the block to make sure the gears switched and the brakes worked, and that was <laughs> it. And then it was it was because f- our other friend said that he could beat me. He could drink a 12 case of Corona before I could get there. And did he? No. Dan did Dan no did shit. eleven beers. Oh, whatever, dude. What he was so eleven? His, he was started his eleven. I was with him. He started. Okay, his so let me ask you this because he also had an extra at the uh, at the restaurant. He always before. says this. Whatever. Yeah, dude. I dummied it. It's still <laughs> I dummied it. That's the bottom line. I don't know. Like I haven't been. I, I'm interested know. to see what your ride is like because if you're going to uh, the weird part about biking is that if you're going a decent amount, like a decent distance at all, it's actually better to be like. Have like a like a proper road bike and like, I don't well, know, yeah, like, so pat, that's like the a padded thing. dick like, and everything. I did. Like that. You guys know like those um, like uh, e-bikes, no. uh, those Shaw bikes you can rent downtown. Yeah. They're all spread out over downtown Vancouver. So yeah. we did those. Those things are heavy. Yeah, like they're weighted a lot. We went over the not the Granville Street Bridge. Burrard? What's the, yes, Burrard. Yeah. Um, and like that elevation gain was like decent yeah like 20 meters 20 meters yeah. in a matter of like maybe not even less than a kilometer yeah but still like enough it's an uphill and i'm like holy fuck so <laughs> then i think of you on the on the alex fraser you can go over that bridge on a bike oh yeah there's yeah. a sidewalk yeah. oh yeah really yeah holy you shit i've never known that bit, yeah now that's a steep one yeah but that like was, dude you're right but your ride down was it quick it was like well, I, I'm the type of guy when I hit hills, at least when I hit that hill, because it wasn't the longest one, was that like I like to stand up, kick it into a high gear, and then just pedal my ass like slowly, but like pretty efficiently. I yeah, guess it is like, like you're going far. Yeah, yeah, on each yeah. Pedal. Whereas some people like to kick it really low and just like pedal fast, but like see that would tire me out. Like I, yeah. I think I'd be more it's a little like less you. strength and a little bit more endurance. Totally. But like yeah, I just huffed it up that hill and I was dying, but on the t- on the way down. But yeah, see, I feel like that. 
that might murder me. Yeah. The Alex Fraser. Yeah. Like that thing's a that's haul. A, that's a tough one. We'll like do that. it one day. Maybe we'll do it in the fall. I'd be down. Spice up the fall a little bit. I've never actually been on like a proper like road bike or street bike to the point where it would actually be, um, yeah, you know, like multiple gears. They are like, so fucking light. Yeah. Like, and that, and that's the thing. Like, I insane. feel like that's, that's one thing that I think I could do it yeah. is like the actual bike itself Yeah, would help me a lot. Absolutely. Uh, why don't we move on here? We are a hockey podcast. Yeah. Um, in the mean, in the meantime, the Canucks, once again, update, they have been eliminated. Uh, they're still eliminated. No, uh, no gives backsies. And as of now, the conference finals are well underway. Uh, but the Canucks today, they had their end of the year, uh, press conference wrap ups with coach Travis green and GM, Jim Benning, basically they back in Vancouver. My now my gay fathers. I love them. Um, <laughs> Are they're, they what? They're back in Vancouver. Like they, yeah. they left the bubble and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I listened to the whole thing today. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. Pretty also very, just like very cookie cutter answers. Uh, the biggest takeaways I would say is that when asked about Jake for 10 and uh, Jim Benning just blatantly said like we expected more of him. Uh, we kind of wished he'd be further along from where he is now. And then also that's what I, Travis Green said, that's what Jim Benning said. Uh, okay. And then our, our later on, on six fifty. Travis Green went on for an interview and he said that like, you know, on the other note, Jake Furtanen has improved every year. Like very he's gotten, true. It, the first three years it was very minimal, but this year he's 18 goal guy. Yeah. You know, he's just he's just struggling with the inconsistency like a lot of young players are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first topic for you, Josh, is we've kind of talked about this a couple of times, but do you want to see Jake Furtanen back in a Canucks uniform next year? No. Um, and, and I think the biggest reason for me is he's one of those guys where I don't think he will ever make it up to the Vancouver media. I don't think he's I don't think he's a guy that's like well liked by management in terms of like a reliability stance. Yeah. Um at the same time though, you know, obviously a change of scenery for this guy um might uh might be good. But I guarantee I have an inside source, don't know how reliable it is, but girl I know her friend Pretty sure, like, lives with Vertanen. Like, they, I don't know if they're dating or something, but mm. like, he, and, yeah, I know. So, might be an inside scoop. Yeah. But like, he requested to be traded. Oh, that came out today. Oh, uh, did he? Uh, maybe that was a false tweet that I read. I should really maybe. Not rely on Twitter for news. But, like that. but regardless, but. though, he requested to be traded. He submitted a list of teams. And, you know, these teams consisted of team, like, teams that play in like a cool area. <laughs> right so la Chicago. so like la was in there arizona was in there florida was in there like places where it's just like it's chill vibes you're away from a canadian market right like you know these huge teams are not for everyone yeah. you know like if you can't handle the pressure and that and that's nothing against you as a person or a human being like all the media attention that you get in vancouver or any big market, original six Canadian team, you know, teams that are projected to do well consistently. And if you're not really part of those future plans, like, yeah, go yeah. somewhere else. You know, you know what? The comparison was made in the in the news recently about him and Alex Tuck, because Alex Tuck, they're they're the same age. And Alex Tuck, as we've seen in the last two to three years, has kind of come onto the scene as like totally a, one of the best third line players in the league. Um, I can see Vertan and get to that point. I don't know if I don't know if it's at all possible in a Canucks uniform. No. Regardless of if we, we went like bent hell and back to, to get him here. Yeah. But I, I it's, it's going to be a shame though, because I, I do think there's a good chance that he ends up like that player because he's yeah. got you. We've seen it. Like it's what Travis green talked about today. Like he's had games. He's had many games, more than 10 games this year where you've said, Holy shit. Yeah. Like, like that's this why guy we drafted play. That's why we drafted that guy. Yeah. Cause he's that good sometimes. Yeah. But like, also like, like there's a direct quote. He said, "The thing is, a lot of you see see it with a lot of young players is that they'll have three or four great games, and then they'll have three okay games, and then they'll have four terrible games. Mm-hmm. It's like you struggle with consistency, in, and that's why I thought I really thought the playoffs would be a coming out party from because it's just one one game feels like ten. Yeah, and if you have one good game, they're talking about you for two days straight. Totally, and you never hear the end of it. Yeah, like you can ride the hot streak in the playoffs for yeah. a few days because you know that one game in the playoffs means probably like five regular season at games, at least. Yeah, 
at you know? least. But we've, we've seen it multiple times, though. Like, there's, um, you know, like Taylor Hall, uh, Jordan Everly. Like, these guys, like, in my opinion, never really reached their full potential until they left Edmonton. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think people just, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow because you trade a guy whose value is probably at its lowest. Yeah. He gets a change of scenery just because he hates the team. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Uh, and then he goes somewhere where it's a it's a fresh start. It's like a new job, technically. Yeah. You know, you can kind of reinvent who you are as a person, who you are as a worker. Um, and, and that's kind of like what happened with Taylor Hall, right? So when he won the MVP two years later after getting traded from, from Edmonton, everyone's shitting on, um, was it Shirelli that traded I think Shirelli made that trade. Yeah, and everyone's like, this guy's so good. And I'm like, yeah, but there was that culture of losing yeah. in Edmonton. And I think Hall realized, like, yo, like, this is McDavid's show now. Like, this isn't, you know, it's not me. Yeah. You know, he's not this God's, like, this God-sent player. Like, like that is McDavid, McDavid yeah. that is Dreisaitl. Yeah. And Edmonton fans have obviously moved on from that because look at Hall now. He's a good player. He's really good. Yeah. But, you know, he had one good season in New Jersey and – now he's just an above average good player. Yeah. So and, and with Vertanen, I mean, th- this might be the best time to move on for him because, I mean, he's an RFA. You're not going to get much on a trade block if you trade his rights. That's all you'd be trading right now. Yeah. Um, he's going to command probably about three million bucks. Mm-hmm. Scored. He scored almost twenty goals. I mean, you're going to get someone's going to pay you some amount of. You're going to get like three, three and a half. Yeah. 100%. And so the, it just kind of sucks with the Canucks as well because we are a cap strap team. We've talked about it on end. This team is going to have issues. Um, I'm all ready for it. I don't mind. Like, so now let's get into the next conversation because a big focus on the off season is going to be these big, basically it's a giant cap problem that we have. And how do you solve it? Do you let UFAs walk? Do you start, um, piecing together trade packages? For example, Vertanen plus a prospect plus a shitty contract. Go yeah. ahead and like give us basically nothing back. Mm-hmm. Like you know, how do you how do you work this, and what what do you think is the best way to attack this? You know, honestly, I think um, you know we constantly talk about core pieces mm-hmm. with with Vancouver, and you know when you think of those core guys, like it's always right now it's those younger players, like it's the it's Horvat, Pedersen, Hughes. I feel like that's fully been established. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is expendable now. At the same time, though you still have multiple contracts with veteran i i would call veteran core pieces guys that are playoff built that can actually contribute like your Tanner Pearsons your Jay Beagles guys that can actually like add value yeah to your team now Vancouver i would say has a pretty good farm system um compared to other teams so you know you're going to have to start signing your true core guys Hughes not ne- not this year, but the next year, uh, Patterson next year. Um, you know, like you're going to, you need to save room for these guys. Yeah. So is it in your benefit to almost go like identify three to four, like core older guys and then just start bringing up your kids? Because like these UFAs, man, like they're all older and, you truly wonder, like you can't just show up. You can't show up to camp next year with the exact same team. It just yeah. it doesn't work. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try and paint a picture for you on what next year should look like and the reason for it. I think that next year, I don't know if I, I don't think I said this on the podcast. This was a brilliant line that I said the other day to a friend. Absolutely brilliant, genius stuff. I love it. What's the goal for the Canucks next year? What's the bar? What's the minimum bar? It's to make the playoffs. There's no other bar. Totally. We're, we, just because we made it to the game seven of the second round, that does not mean that's the new expectation. The bar is still make the playoffs. Yeah. Anything below that, if in my opinion, I'm a gracious fan. I'm a forgiving guy. If we barely miss the playoffs, I don't consider it a huge failure. No. Um, it kind of sucks. But it's but, a missed opportunity. Yeah, this group is going to develop in a, its own unique way. Um. But then again, if, if we lose in six games in the first round, also that's a success. Now that being said, with with guys like with Tanev, with Markstrom, with with Toffoli, these guys who are no longer prospects, no longer 
Mm. Um, I wouldn't quite call them. I guess you can call them core pieces. You can't call 10. I would say they're heavily, heavy contributors to the team's success. They are are essential to this year's success. And the word is out on next year. No one knows. But I almost think you got to let a lot of these guys walk because you're, you are, you are preserving the idea of success next year, but you're really, really hampering the long-term success of the team. Totally. And, and, in my opinion, the window, I fucking hate the word window in sports. Yeah. But the window is about five years at yeah. least. Yeah. And so with, with those I would chances. I they got the most. Maybe. Because you be. think of you think of players' contracts now, like yeah. you know, to think. Well, if you th- so in just just in short, our core players, Patterson Hughes and Horvat, even Besser, mm-hmm. um, they're like the oldest guy is gonna be thirty, Horvat, in five True. years. And it's not over by then. Um, depending on how those five years go, pl- players will develop up and down in different ways. But yeah. um, I think over those five years, your chances increase as you keep that core together because they learn more and more. Hundred percent. Unless there's a, there's out, there's outliers like Winnipeg and, and Calgary and, and teams like that in Nashville. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I, I think that there are certain guys you have to let walk, and that's gonna be Markstrom. That should be Tanev, in my opinion. So Markstrom, you're you're gonna let this guy like, walk? A week ago, if you asked me before game six. No, you can't do that because that would I I used to say that that would fuck this team up so much next year where like the amount of failure that they would incur would really damage the psyche. Mm-hmm. But I think you go you've got to go with Demko now after seeing that because yeah. that that's one of your biggest fixes when it comes to money. True, like he's not going to get seven million or six and a half million. No. I mean it's unfortunate for Marky because I think this fan base loves him. I love him. He's a yeah. great guy. He's he's absolutely responsible for the success this year. Totally, but. When it comes down to it, I think that Demco, the, the decision to move to Demco is one of the the easiest ways to make the first big step and make this a cap friendly team. Yeah, totally. And I think there's also like that old saying of like, you know, you always go out when you're on top. Yeah. Right. Like if you're going to let like every player that you've named, maybe aside from Toffoli, but like Markstrom, Vertanen, like these guys, like their value has never been higher. It's true. Never been higher. So, you know, let let a team overpay them because you can't afford it. Yeah. Right now. Because down the stretch, next year and the year after, you're not gonna be like Toronto where you're handcuffed and you're and you know, Pedersen's holding out like a Nylander because he wants to get paid. You're not gonna yeah. deal with that. Right. Now obviously like fucking Toronto is front loaded with talent. But I also think like you know, you could sign all these guys, but then if you don't perform, like, then you know, you're, you're, you're the Toronto like now. Now, you now you're literally like Toronto of the West. Yeah. And you're handcuffed with every single fucking thing and you're not winning. Yeah. So now you're, now all your core pieces are solidified. But now you're like, okay, well, none of these guys are living up to expectations. So who's actually our core piece? Cause you're all getting paid roughly the same amount of money. Yeah. So I think as long as you have like those three guys, like kind of do it the, the Chicago way. Taves, Kane, Keith. That's it. The only success, those the only way core. to succeed doing that is to draft well mm-hmm. and to hit up role players every year. Yeah. That's the way you got to do it. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. That's the way that Jim Benning is capable of doing it. But you know what, though? I really like how you're kind of on this Demko train. It's uh, like I, I, I'm kind of pissed at myself because I was very convinced in the Markstrom idea and very convinced in we can't jeopardize next year in terms of like sacrificing the confidence that was just built. Totally. But I think the new confidence that was just left with us was Demko. Yeah, and, 100%. I mean, it sucks for Marky, but... I think that's the glimpse of the future. Yeah. Right there. And But you know what, though? I think just touching on Markstrom is, you know, you sign this guy. Well, you sign him, that's great. You can only protect one goalie. Exactly. So, so, you're le- so you really better be sure that Demko is that guy. Yeah. Because if you sign another fucking goalie to a long-term deal that's over six and a half, which I guarantee he'll get paid somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you're like, that's, th- those moves are ones that cost you your job. Yeah. And, you know, that whole goalie graveyard shit is once again present in Vancouver. So, yeah. Go Let's Demko. Get, we should just sign Mika Kippersoff and get it over with. Fuck off. <laughs> I'll never mention Kipper's name in a Canucks sentence ever again. Anyway, we shouldn't beat the Canucks drain too dry here. So um, can we just list players right now that we think they they should resign? Yeah, for sure. So 
So this is the we have the list here of all the, the UFAs and RFAs. For once, we actually came prepared. Yes, we did. Um, why don't we just go down the list? We just say yes or no. Uh, Tyler Mott. Absolutely. I would say yes. You'd be silly not to. To Foley. I would say yes, but... Can you afford he, it? He's going to want something, and it's just a matter of... I think for me, for him, it's going to be a term. I don't mind paying this guy five and a half, six million dollars a year. No problem doing that. Yeah. But all players want that term. And that's where it's like, man, like. Dude, have you ever just thought as a GM, why don't you just like look at your team and be like, yo, I'll give all you guys eight year contracts, but you got to do two million a year. And that would like really fuck over the end of those contracts. But like at least for this time, you're just like you got so much room. Or it's like, boys, sign a one year deal. All these like next year, if you hit these expectations in that one year, write your own fucking ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Write your own check. Aquilini. Guys gonna be kicking the shit out of each other for empty netters. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Um, Markstrom. No. Nope. He's out. Yeah. So sad. Uh, Gaudet. I don't really understand that situation. I've heard. I haven't heard his name dropped as an RFA, but I guess he is. Uh, yeah, I'd say got that. I like his energy. I think he yeah. contributes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit worried that he's not. He just adds more not physical people to our, our team. Like he's not a hitter like Britannon. Well, I think it's more so the identity that you really need to think about here. Yeah. Well, I think it's the, it hopefully is the development of guys like Besser who actually start fucking hitting someone. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like you saw it with Petey. Like Petey's actually throwing his weight around. Yeah. Like, let's go, boys, because Hughes isn't going to do it. No. And we're really we're teetering on that line of like just being a big bag of pussies eventually. <laughs> totally. Which um whatever. Uh McEwen, would you like to see Mr. Zach back? Yeah. You would? Yeah, I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna let Vertanen walk, then I think McEwen actually takes his spot. Agreed. Uh Vertanen, I think we both say he walks. No. I think he gets traded. You get like traded. a f- yeah, okay. you get like a fourth right. fourth round pick for this guy. Okay. Tanev? <sighs> like to see him back? No. I love the way he plays. I love him 10 times as much as Alex Edler. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't see the room. I mean, we're saying no to a lot of people. I would much rather see Stetcher sign, which is the next one. I loved playoff Stetch. Give me some of that sugar. It's more so just like the consistency with Stetch. Yeah. But like, think of it this way. You know, you let Tanev and Stetch walk. Like there's two, <laughs> do you of, two yeah. of your top four defensemen are, are yeah. outie. And that the, and you're stuck with Edler, Hughes, and Myers. Like part of the part of Fantenberg. Yeah, part of the press conference today was talking about how Ulevi's ready to compete for an NHL spot next year. How, As he fucking should be. He was yeah, drafted in the Matika Chuck draft. Yeah, it's been a while. Like he should no, like he should be ready. Well, he's had so many injuries, dude. He's had knee problem, knee problem, back problem, hip problem, yeah. like yeah. so many injuries, so unlucky. But we've also got Rafferty and Rathbone coming through the pipeline. So there is room to fill one or two defensemen, but totally um, not always the safest thing to do. Last one's Fanta and Deming. Walk them both. Couldn't care less. Yeah, I'd Fuck say I'd here. say just you know if you let Marky walk, let's get Dipietro up here. Oh, he's nineteen though. He's not coming up. They're well, gonna develop gonna, him in the A. Who are you gonna sign you up? Let him be the starter in the A. Um, I don't know. I, I think I've said this before, but if you let Markstrom walk, the most important signing for the Canucks now becomes the backup goalie, a.k.a. Yeah. the 1B, one, one 1A one and 1B. So then here's my the, question to you. What's up? Is who is that? I don't know. It's a guy like Kudobin. It's a guy like Halak. But, it's a but guy like any of those guys. Here, here's my thing, though, is with the expansion, you don't want to sign this guy to term. Like literally, like the backup goalie that you're gonna sign through UFA has to be a one year deal. Has no, to be. no, no. Because okay, yeah, let's it does. Say, no, let's you, say let's say you sign Kudobin. Yeah. And okay, you sign him to a decent, like let's say four million bucks or whatever, three or four. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that might be low for Kudobin, but um, when Seattle comes along, they're not gonna take him because they want they want to pick the best goalie they possibly can. That's not gonna be Kudobin. Like there's going to be other guys available. Oh, I don't know, dude. It might be. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But it'll yeah. be like the Penguins thing, where like you got to give up Mark Andre Fleury. Like there will be a situation like that. Yeah, I think. I think. I'm not sure. Is Holtby a UFA this year? He is, and so is Leonard. You so know we'll where see. you know where I see Leonard. Where's that? Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he went to Calgary. <laughs> oh, gross! I think he's smart. I think he'll avoid that. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Okay, why don't we move on? Enough hockey talk for the day. We're getting to our favorite segment. Goats and Woats. The Goats and Woats. We are doing today's topic is body parts. Okay, Can we actually like about to get real fucking heated here? on this one? So I did mine the way that like they contribute to me and like my success as a human being. Yes. Basically the way it is is Josh did his favorite body parts, his no, his goats and woats body parts of himself. So did Raffle. And I just did it general. You're the rational one. Yes. So I, I started it la- or last week. I think it's me because Raffle. No, I think it's Raff. No, because the night the week before that, I tried to go and you were like Raffle missed the week before that. So wouldn't it make it Raffle's? Who turn? went last week? I Josh. did. Uh, so it's Elijah. Fuck yeah. Sad. Then you go next and I go last. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sick. First pick. Hair. Love me hair. You know I love my bush. Fuck, I never even thought about that. You know that was gonna be my turn. Are you talking about like all hair? All hair. All hair on your Fucking body? Air, armpits, bush, ass hair. I love <laughs> the fact that in my lifetime I've had like Ozzy Osbourne hair. I've had like, I've had short hair like Josh. I've had the hockey flow like right now. Yeah. I just love the mix up, you know? I like it. I love that I can go completely Britney Spears cue ball on it if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. How do you feel about your back hair? I don't have a ton. But I've looked, at my, I've looked at my dad and he's a fucking hairy guy. Um, even if that's the situation, I'm okay with it. Okay. Megan knows. She knows what she's in for. <laughs> Who's up next? Cool. I guess I'm next. You're up. You're up. Uh, I love my calves. <laughs> that's, you do have that's, pretty that's the one that I'm going to go oh for. Yeah, they're God. nice. Okay. The amount that I work out, I should not be. I should not have this gift. Yeah, maybe. Do you ever, do you think maybe you walk like a, what's it called when you walk on your your tiptoe? Like not your tiptoes, but the balls of your feet. No, but I, I used to. Kind of, yeah, like a, <laughs> I I remember as like a kid dolby. for whatever reason I would run kind of on the front of my feet, like not go, exactly yeah. on my toes, but like a little bit on the front of my feet. Yeah. Okay. But then again, we also did like a lot of like skateboarding as kids, snowboarding, all that yeah, kind of stuff. A lot so of that definitely stuff. Yeah, you have good balance too. I think. Yeah, that definitely yeah. all contributed to that. Okay. Sweet. I like it. Uh, my next one, thumbs. Your uh, thumbs, hey? Yeah, thumbs are huge, dude. Like, it just, like, without your thumbs, you were literally, like, you can't hold anything. Yeah. You cannot we would, do. We would learn. Yeah, but, like. We learned how to use chopsticks. We can learn how to use the fucking middle finger. Dude, I think index. thumbs are just, like, it can just mean, like, you good <laughs> or you sad. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you okay. You need your thumb for that. Josh, do you have a hitchhiker's thumb? Uh, I don't think so. I, I no, think you're I good. Yeah, yeah. You got a little bit at the top there. A little bit. I don't. No, yeah, I don't either. No, you don't either. Yeah, no, no, I think thumbs are just like, they're useful. You need them. Uh, next up, guys. The tongue. I fucking love the tongue. Motherfucker. When you actually realize how long the tongue is, dude, and what you could do with the tongue. Is this a fact where the tongue is actually the strongest muscle on your body? Is that so? Isn't it the penis? No. Okay. Is it what makes it the tongue? Is the penis a muscle? I think so. I don't. I don't think it is. What is it? (laughs) What is it? An appendage? Yes. What's the difference between a muscle and an appendage? Because append because a muscle is like your bicep or like your tricep or something that physically has like muscle tissue. Penis is a muscle. It's a fact. I would say penis is a muscle. I. I love it when Elijah says well, something maybe, like that. Maybe, maybe I, think, I think you're kind of... Maybe honestly, mine is just like, fucking jacked, built-ass muscle. This, yours is just I mean this wholeheartedly, but like I actually think you're wrong on that. And I don't I mean to like start an like, argument. You're I, stupid. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that's what he said just in a polite way. Yeah. I'm trying to be more nice here. <laughs> Either um, way, the tongue. Um, there's a lot of different things you could do with the tongue. Let's be real. Uh, your taste buds, that's a wicked thing. I'm pretty sure your, your tongue is actually the strongest... Muscle on your body, yeah, because like you can, you actually consistently use it yeah, on a daily you talk basis every day. Yeah, imagine to, imagine talking without a tongue and using hands without thumbs. That's yeah. the worst. Weird. All right, um, wraps up. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna build off of what Josh said, and I'm gonna say hands. Hands. Yeah, like every fuck? every single bit of it, like palm, fingers, thumbs. Yeah, yeah. all of it. Why? Pinkies. Well, think about it. Like how many, like what other creatures have like fully opposable thumbs and like fully opposable hands that can move everything? Not a whole lot. Like we do so much with our hands every single day that we just don't pay attention to or we just take for granted. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. Like we couldn't podcast without hands. Well, actually that's not true. We could. Why would you start the computer? Or we could just hold our mics and our feet, you know. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Second one for me, uh, my cock. Um, (laughs) 
I'm sorry, what? One more time for the guys My in the cack. back. <laughs> uh, dude, it's it no, I'm dead serious. It's one of those things. Yeah. It's like the one like one of those things that just like it'll make you happy. And it's Old yours. Faithful. Old faithful. Yeah. You can't deny it. It looks um, a little weird, but does like it, does it kind of fuck with your brain that one day your cock will betray you? Like in this or like it'll just like just like everything else, like you're what's scarier, losing function of your mind or your cock? My dick. Right, right. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It's a scary. Because thought. if I lose my mind, like the thing about crazy people is they don't know that they're crazy. Yeah, that's what makes them crazy. True. Right. Like if your if your wee wee st- stops working, you damn well know that <laughs> yeah. it does not work. You anymore. absolutely know. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be reminded by yourself every day. Exactly. The last one for Elijah, the last goat, is going to be. It's got to be the brain, dude. The brain. My fucking brain is sick. <laughs> Did everyone put the brain on theirs? Wait, real? No, I didn't. But real quick, just to follow up, I just think the brain is the strongest muscle. The tongue is not the strongest muscle. What is the strongest muscle? Uh, it's your jaw. Okay, sick. The jaw's a muscle. Uh, the the muscles that surround the jaw. It's like the, the mandible. No, it's the masseter, masseter, something like cool. that. I just quickly read it. There you go. That's actually kind of the cool. masseter. But how come when I bite down on my tongue, it doesn't? I don't lose my tongue. Because you have a, uh, it's basically your body knows that it's yours. It's the same reason why you can bite through a carrot, but not your finger, finger even though they're, they're the exact same density or require the exact same amount of force. Okay. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. So, so, so like, you're the same, I, my density of my finger is equivalent to a carrot. Yeah. Yeah. So if you wanted to, you can bite through your, your finger. But your body just recognizes that it's your finger. That's why it doesn't let you do it. Yeah. Like, you could override, you could override it and just chomp through it i don't yeah. think i could you can drop a bunch you can 100 do, do it but your body prevents you because it's just like this is me if you had to ch- like but that's but like that's if elijah if elijah stuck his finger in your mouth because he won't be you won't be feeling his finger you could chomp through it like you would a carrot yeah but i don't think it has the exact same density of a carrot Probably not okay so sorry right, density wasn't the right word to use okay good because like, i'm like, the yeah. like there's of- no way there's no way that a fucking <laughs> carrot has the same density as a bone yeah. i'm like otherwise yeah, yeah, if yeah. i if i ever kicked wash in the leg his knees buckle me yeah. but that's also <laughs> you com- like that's Anderson also com- you're, you're now you're now comparing different different bones though because like the bone in your hand is definitely much thinner than say like your femur or something right I guess. Yeah, I guess if I kicked Elijah in the finger, let's let's try it. Yeah. Let's, let's kick Elijah in the finger. The fucking brain, though. Yeah. The brain? How much of the brain do we know now? Less than 30%? Is that what it is? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Something like that. Like, we haven't even used it all. By the time we die, we will not have used all of our brain. Is That's it, the worst. Is it bad that I thought about, like, when I wrote down the brain, I'm like... I like looked at my head and I'm like, you motherfucker, you're yeah. inside. You're inside my dome, dude. Yeah. The brain's inside the brain. Um, the one thing I will always say to fuck people up, the brain named itself. Oh, suck on that, nerds. Uh oh, it named itself. Whoa. Yeah, like everyone wants to talk about like space and time as a conspiracy. Yeah, dude, the brain fucking named itself. Yeah, the brain is running the show. Yeah, like it literally really controls it. fucking everything you know. Anyway, right. whatever. Raph, you're up. And how it also impacts your entire body's balance. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> the brain's actually unfucking real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Pretty big goat. Good job, buddy. Thanks. Proud of you. Uh, my last one that I said was my ears. Everyone always gives me <laughs> shit because I have really tiny ears, but it's like I'd much rather have small yeah. ears than huge ones. Oh, dude! You know what's actually crazy is I've actually seen smaller. Really? What? Yeah. I'll tell you who after we're done recording. And when you guys come to my work next time, I'll actually let you look at them. Hmm. I'll bring her over, and you'll be like. Holy fucking shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually like weird, weird. Damn. Anyway. Okay, but anyways, Josh, on, moving on beyond that oh. though, just like also like the ability to hear like everything that we can yeah. kind of interact with because okay. of our hearing is just ridiculous. Interesting. Good for Music. you for taking your ears yeah. putting a positive spin on it. Yeah, 100%. Fuck yeah. But also not giant. I don't have giant ears. <laughs> Compared to yours, they're monstrous. But Yeah, there you go. Um. Okay, so my last one was the brain. So I'm going to skip to honorable mentions here okay uh the lungs and the tongue those were mine nice yeah i had on there the eyes man just looking into a woman's eyes is like i'm attracted to women's women have beautiful eyes too yeah humans do do. but women do what's your favorite color of eyes blue but i like brunettes weird hey yeah 
Thanks, guys. Wait, is it weird is how... It? Wait, question. What? I know this is a genetics question, but can you... Like, is it rare to have a girl with brown hair and blue eyes? I think so. Uh, yes. So because uh, the brown hair is a dom... It, it's been a while since I've taken genetics, but it's the, the brown hair is a dominant... Or dominant gen- gene. Genetic, yeah, gene, essentially. Blonde is like... Whereas blonde recessive. hair is more recessive, and then blue eyes are more recessive, whereas brown eyes are more dominant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. honorable mentions for a raffy taffy. Uh, I just had hair up there. Hair. Yeah, hair? Yeah. I had another one. It was... No, it was thumbs. Never mind. Good right, one. Let's go. Wotes of the body parts. I'm up first. Thighs. I fucking hate my own thighs. I it love chafes. them, dude. Why don't we? Oh. No, I love, I, I don't mind big thighs. I love the fact that I got fucking slobber knockers for thighs. Like, I love your treats. They chafe dude. so much, dude. Really? Like, do you? It's a medical condition. Does it actually, like, rub bad? Dude, not, like, all the time, but when it does, like, I, I, you, I don't know if you weren't there for Tofino, but that one time, that I had like the rip in the wetsuit. That wasn't because of your thighs chafing though. You got no. That's like frostbite, basically. That was frostbite, but that was the exact pain of chafage, like holy literally shit, to a T. Oh yeah, yeah. I've sucks. never dealt with that. Before. Do you think that if you because did you have, have you have a thigh gap? Do you think if you didn't have your package, like, you'd have a thigh gap? I wouldn't. Josh would. You think? Yeah. If what? If you didn't have a little, if you didn't have a cack down there or a whole male package, mm. you'd have a thigh gap. I think. Oh maybe. Yeah. Okay. You ever do a slip tuck? In the shower, but I guess you have to what squeeze your thighs together. Never mind. Yeah, moving on. Wrap <laughs> you up. <laughs> slip talk. We getting a little bit weird. Uh, knees. I fucking hate my knees. Yeah. They're so bad. They're dude, just that like was, bad dude, that was my other I, one. I stand up and both of them just crack. Ugh. Dude, that was mine too. No, like not my first one, but that was yeah. my last one. I fucking hate it. Uh, what I just have knees? a bad right knee. Oh, yeah, I have a bad what? left knee. Ah, uh, football when I played in high school. Oh, this guy, what? Yeah. Dude, you were a quarterback? No, I was a safety. Oh, <laughs> you probably got trucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were a couple times. One Fucking. of the big farmer Alberta kids probably saw you lining dude, up. So, and like, yeah, right. Dude, some fucking tight end runs into the flat. Some tight end runs into the flat. I'm like, oh, here we go. And I'm running a zone coverage in the flat. And I'm like, sick. <laughs> like, let's do this. Get kneed in the fucking face. And you're like, <laughs> my brain. Um, so the knees? Yeah. The, so, yeah, the knee. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. All I'll right. F- throw it back to this you. This is going to be an obvious one. The fucking appendix. Why do we need it? What is it? And can uh, I get mine reviews, re- reviewed? Removed remu- at will? Yeah. I think you can. I think it... Oh, fuck. I don't remember exactly. How much I think it stores like some sort of like bacteria or something like that within there. But it's... I can't remember what it's used for. It's been a while. Like yeah. It can fucking, fucking burst and shit. Yeah. My dad's true. burst. I remember that. Yeah. Like, it was dangerous. Yeah. I think really. it's within like, it's like a, it's an emergency that night. Like if you don't handle it that night, you die. But the pain's excruciating. So it's like, you're going to go to the hospital regardless. Yeah. I think it's like you have two hours or something oh, to geez. get to a hospital. My Holy God. Shit. Yeah. My God. That's the one thing I worry about, like living on my own. Like if something never happened to me like that, like yeah. Jesus. You it's know? okay. Anyway, we'll come here if if it happens. We'd be here on Sunday and Saturday, and we'll get some video Tuesday. content. So it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, elbow. You don't like your elbow? No. Is it because you can't touch it with your tongue? Because that's why I don't. Like mine. <laughs> or is it because of the weenus? Do you have something against the weenus? No, I have like scars on my elbows from like falling on them and shit. But I hate um, how that's a medical term. The weenus. The weenus. That's actually confirmed. Yeah. 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 But I think the big reason why I don't like it is just like I always knock my funny bone on things. <laughs> and my arms cripple. Do you know like where your funny bone actually is? Like, can you touch it? I can touch mine. It's like in there. It's in like a little crease thing. You, you have to let you have to let your arm like go straight. Yeah. And it's like somewhere on the inside and outside of your elbow. It's like the bone in the joint. You can feel it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting one. But when you yeah, hit your funny ass. bone, like it's not interesting at all. I just don't understand why it has to cause a vibrating pain throughout your entire arm. Yeah, like it instantly like provides that like my arm is asleep type yeah. feel to it. We should get somebody who's like a doctor, like a nurse or something to come on this episode and just answer all of our <laughs> human yeah. body questions. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know one. Yeah. Okay, um, my first woat, uh, the baby toe. First woat, you mean your second woat, right? Well, no, my the knee was technically my third. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Also, do you have any synonyms for baby toe? Uh, Pinky toe. There you go. 
Yeah, baby toe. Pinky I've never toe. heard anybody call it the baby toe. I don't think I. I don't think I call it the baby toe. I call it the pinky toe. Pinky toe for sure. Pinky toe and pinky. Fuck. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Different life. Different. Different upbringing. Way to go, Michelle. You taught him that it's a fucking <laughs> baby toe. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I just I've banged it so fucking hard on multiple things before, like. Yeah. Literally, there's like a metal edge to my bed, and I'll never forget. Like, I crawled in one time, and like, I just kind of like, I don't know how, but like, my knee slipped off my mattress, and like, I clipped my toe because like, I kicked to try and catch myself. Clipped like the metal arm of my bed. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) on the ground, grab. Yeah, my last one is ankles. Nobody likes rolling an ankle. Nobody Uh, likes breaking an ankle. That was my honorable mention. Nobody likes when the greatest defenseman ever to, to. to play the game has to retire because of bad ankles either. No one likes what when a, a fucking dog. razor scooter hits your ankles. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude. Hell>, uh, <laughs> like, when some soccer player kicks you out by your ankles, that's not fun. Yeah. Dude, there's like a week lock window during quarantine when I'd pull up to work and there'd be fucking like four or five kids just like hanging out on their scooters in the parking lot just ripping it. And I always have to like walk by and be like, I hope they don't fucking make fun of me here. <laughs> I just Never like look over like, what's up, nerd? <laughs> Do we, oh. do we still have that uh, that video of like when we were playing that game at South Surrey Athletic of like the tennis rackets and everything and like and the ball yeah like do you guys remember when Spin that, the slow, bike run. that slow motion oh, video yeah. where Bailey fucking kicked on my ankle <laughs> yeah. like both I did like the Irish foot clap in the air but unintentionally <laughs> <laughs> went down like a sack of hammers yeah you died yeah uh, my turn yeah, yeah. balls. The yeah. worst? I they're up there, man. Oh, I hit. I like. I sit on my balls. I always hit my balls somehow. It just. It's not fun. Hmm. All right. Have you All ever right. try and turn them inside out? No, have you? No. You also. You also can't. What's it called? Like because of how your balls are designed, one hangs lower than the other, and you can't also spin them around. Really? Yeah, it's not good for you because it can. Oh, become, you're not a lot. You're not supposed. You're to. not supposed to. If you do it, you tie something, and then you could lose a testicle. Oh. Yeah, that's why they're up there. Oh. All right. Yeet. Yeah. <laughs> like it. But fun fact, they also hang at different heights, so you don't sack yourself when you walk. So sick. <laughs> don't they also, the but they also like adjust on temperature too. Yeah, which is actually really fucking weird. Like when you work out, like they're like down your fucking ankles. Do we just quickly do like one minute of testicle appreciation? <laughs> yeah, sure. I love my balls. Do you guys ever pop a pimple? Like not a pimple, but like an ingrown hair on there? No, never. Pop an ingrown hair? Yeah, on your on your balls. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. If you like, if you have hairy balls and you pull one of the hairs off of them, or even just pull on it, you see that like the the root of the hair yeah. is like very just shallow in there. So you just pop, you could just like extract any of them, but it's not good for you. <laughs> Leaves an open wound, and then anything gets in there stings. Oh fuck! So why do you do this? Um, I do it for the pod, just for shits. <laughs> yeah, I did it once when I was young, I think, and I was like, why did I do that? That was so stupid. Okay. Um, last one. My last one is my nose. Hate it. Oh, come on. It's so pretty. The schnoz. Yeah, the schnoz. <laughs> I got a fucking beak, dude. All right. Enough of the pity party there. You look good, man. <laughs> Thanks, pal. You look good. Okay. Honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. You're up. I got neck and spine. I hate both of mine. I thought you were going to nice. say my so back. fucking sore. My neck. I got <laughs> my back. My back. <laughs> I, got, I got butthole. Oh, never good. So relieving though. No. Yeah, until you get a ring of fire or yeah. like a hemorrhoid so or something. Like, not many things that go right with a butthole. And no. then prostate exams. Can't wait. Oh, God. Finger going up there. Dude, <laughs> there's a finger and they just like go right up and in. Oh, shit. I lost my ring in there. They just Ooh. go back up front. Do they actually like, what did they touch up there? I think they go in and then they turn up and then they go around. Yeah. <sighs> like it's like the top inside of your ass. I wonder if that would tickle. I think <laughs> that's where your G spot is, isn't it? As a guy? Is it there or is it down? It's in the bo- it's in the butthole. No, I think it's, it's I think Shut it's by your I think it's by like I think it's in the direction of your grundle. Maybe. I think it's in and then down. Oh huh. god. Yeah, look it up, dude. The male G spot is, is is in the asshole. I hate that. That's Josh really is gonna start taking you your G spot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to wear multiple layers of gloves to find it. So <laughs> just be careful. You can't do that. Any you can only wrap it once. Boys? <laughs> huh? Any honorable mentions? Um I had uh for Woats, I had the ankles. Yeah, that was dude. my honorable mention. They're, worst. They're actually brutal. That or um, worst. I'm trying to think of one. Uh, oh, the pressure points. Okay, like along your, that's a good one. Along your hips. Good choice. Where? Like 
like oh. the kidney shot, as you call it. Oh, like the taser? Like a, I'm just like the ta- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate it how we call it the taser. <laughs> as kids. As your body would just seize whenever someone fucking. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Hit you there. Anyways, that was Goats and Woats, Body Parts, Episode 80. In the books. Oh, harder, baby.